0: I'm Willow Astor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with best-selling author Willow Winters. We discuss writing focused and cross-legged, learning how to say no, living with a man who refuses to play Mancala, and remembering it's not about the launch. Good morning, Willow! Good morning! How are you? Hi. I'm doing really well.
1: How are you? I'm doing good. I'm all excited and um, I'm not usually like a, a morning person, but I am Aww. today.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for agreeing to do it this
1: morning. Absolutely. What have you been up to? Uh, writing. I am two weeks behind schedule, which honestly is not abnormal. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I do so much and I have a difficult time managing um, um my time. <laughs> yes. So I'm almost always a little bit behind. I was going to ask
0: how you managed to do all that you're doing, just studying up on you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. You've got two littles, right? Mm-hmm,
1: I do, Jackson
0: Evie. And then you're writing a million books
1: like a million and two. <laughs> I'm like, I'm averaging, I think like a uh, six a year. Wow. So it's almost every other month, although I have slowed down a bit. I honestly, I was just thinking about when I first started and I wrote even more than, and I'm like, I don't know how I did it. I honestly wow. have no idea. You must write super fast. I can write pretty fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then you're doing a prescription subscription book
1: box, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. I have the big book lover box. And that started because I wanted to give my PA a book mug, like some type of like cute little book lover mug. And there was nothing that I liked at all. So I just started making my own thing, not me personally making them, but um, like designing them and having them made. And I was like, I should probably like Uh, sell (laughs) these
0: when the boxes started piling up oh my goodness they're so good too looking at your website it's like you can get lost there, looking at all the fun
1: stuff it's insanity how many items I have now it's just like if I want something I'll just make it myself um, at this point so I don't even bother trying to find something else I'll just ask my graphic designer if she can whip up a graphic with whatever it is I have in mind and then I find uh, the item that I want And I make it my own at this point. Like, that's just, I really love that I can do that and I can share it with my readers. And it definitely creates, like, that tribe vibe Mm -hmm. mentality because they, like, I, you know, they like what I like and it's fun and it's, uh, it is a lot of fun and it's a productive distraction. That's the way I think it's about amazing.
0: it. I don't know how you have time to do anything <laughs> with <laughs> doing all of that. You've accomplished a ton.
1: Well, I have a lot of people helping me. Have you ever read Essentialism? No. I'm trying to remember who wrote it. Um I'm writing it down. It's a fabulous book, and it's all about saying no to things that you don't want to do or that mm. aren't your passion and finding the people who... Do the things and are passionate about the things that you need done in order to make your passion grow bigger. Love that. Yes. I didn't learn very much in physics, but I'm pretty sure it's when all the arrows point the same direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very wise. Well, what part of the country are you
1: in? I'm in Delaware. Okay. East Coast, born and raised. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. My husband was from Pennsylvania, and I uh, sunk my claws into him, and now he's stuck <laughs> here with me.
0: <laughs> so, the fourth and final book in your series, "Hard to Love," yes. comes out March twenty fourth. Yes.
1: Are you so excited? I really am. I'm so proud of the book, and it like it has all of the feels that I wanted, and it has the message that I want, and the ending that just feels so good after going on like a really wild and emotional ride so i I, like i i can't wait for it to actually be here that's great it feels like i've spent like years of my life (laughs) putting all of my energy and time into this couple who do you envision anyone as laura and seth oh um jackson taylor a little bit for seth from uh sense of anarchy did you ever watch sense of anarchy
0: not all of it no I need to did you
1: yeah so I didn't watch the very 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 last episode because I could see it coming I mean everybody knows Hamlet right but I didn't I didn't really think that they were gonna follow it through
0: yeah
1: um and I was very upset and very disappointed with basically the entire last season Um, um and I happened to binge watch that and I watched that season ending also by the way I still love it. Yeah. I know that some people love it. Some people uh, some people did not like the ending. I'm with the people who did not like the ending, but I still love the show. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Game of Thrones. And I happened to watch both of those series finales back to back. Oh. <laughs> yes. So um, I was like in a little bit of a devastated state where yeah. I really didn't like the let's take a romance and turn it into a tragedy. Yeah. And I'm very much the opposite. I would rather start out with a tragedy and turn it into a romance. Mm. And yes. so I, the first Book kind of mirrors this, okay. You have this romance, now there's a tragedy. And then I was like, okay, and then there's more because (laughs) love will conquer, and this is what we're gonna go through. And I put them through absolute hell, and I tried to stay very true to emotions and make them as real as humanly possible and give them that happily ever after that they deserved in its completion kind of in spite of the two series finales that I watched. at least That's what motivated me in the very beginning. So I can definitively say that Jackson Taylor, there's a little bit of him in Seth. That's fun to know. Yeah. So how do you find time to breathe? Well, (laughs) that's a hard one. So in the very beginning, I kind of ran myself into the ground. I'll be very honest.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I started this as kind of a hobby and a way to find myself again. Because I'd had, you know, I was a major dork, all career focused, and um, <laughs> I put that aside to be a stay-at-home mom. I had my baby girl and my almost two-year-old um, son, and I just needed a piece of me and a challenge. And it took off so quickly, and I was afraid that if I paused or if I stopped, like I was, I was afraid that everything would fall. Mm-hmm. And my husband quit his job after only nine months of me doing this. And I felt the pressure and the weight of income, which was a pressure I had never felt before because since the day we had gotten married and we had our son, I didn't worry about finances. My husband did. And now we have two kids and my husband and a mortgage, and all of this is riding on me writing books. And the pressure really got to me, and I, I kept going, I kept going, I kept going until I hit an absolute wall. And I couldn't do anything. I was I was so worn down, um, but stories kept coming. So I was like, mm. it'll be okay. I just need to calm down. I just need to pace myself. And I didn't really slow down <laughs> that much, to be honest. <laughs> but it became a lot for my husband. And I missed a lot of my kids. I missed my daughter's first steps because I was upstairs oh, writing. Yeah. And I had a lot of regrets. So the last two years, I have this mantra And it's the peas. the last three years. Uh, To be more patient, which is like a joke, (laughs) I have have the patience that my son has. (laughs) So he came by, honestly. Uh, To be more present, I've made a lot of progress there. My husband would walk into the room and talk, and I wouldn't even hear or see, or I would have plans, and I wouldn't even know what day it was and i would miss them entirely so i've made a lot of progress with that and that has helped me a lot mm,
0: good. and then
1: progress not perfection that also like uh, has uh, just keeping that in mind helps mm-hmm. me know like if it's time for a break if it's time for something else i made progress and that's okay And I can pause it wherever it is. And things aren't going to fall. I'm not going to drop off the face of the planet. Um, Nothing horrible is going to happen if I don't write today or finish Mm -hmm. a deadline. Like I said, I'm always running late because I put way too much on my plate. So I've really come to terms a little bit with slowing down. And I'm still working on it. I am a work in progress, that's for sure. (laughs) You could just ask my husband. (laughs) Progress,
0: not perfection. Yes. So for writing itself— Do you have to outline heavily or how do you keep track of all the ideas that are
1: coming? Right now I have like a dozen book ideas. um, I have a feeling. (laughs) Yes, yeah. I have a running list and it's usually like one sentence and that's it. I, I will not write anything at all that comes to me that's not the book that I'm currently writing mm. because if I do that it kind of like frees up space for more of that story to become developed and I just don't have the time I mm-hmm. can't I can't juggle like that so currently I'm writing um, two different books one's for my newsletter that goes out every Friday and it's called tequila Rose and it's this it's much lighter than what I've been writing it's on Willow not on W. Winters. Willow is uh, lighter, more contemporary, and W. Winters is more of that suspense and grittiness, like what we were talking about with the Hard to Love series. So I will literally write a chapter like Friday morning, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can bang out a thousand words in 20 to 30 minutes. I know the story in my head. It's very loosely outlined where I have like a sentence uh, like per chapter, kind of like how I do the sentence for whatever the book idea is. Mm -hmm. And just reading that sentence brings up the scenes that I was thinking. But I already know that the outline that I created for Tequila Rose that's on the page right now, it's on my Word doc, I'm going to change. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of that, but I haven't bothered to change it because if I do then I know other things are going to come and I'm only doing this one one chapter a week whereas my uh my big whip my my one that I'm really working on which right now is this love hurts Mm -hmm. um which is the villain story in my world that has like 13 novels in it, I think. And this villain has been throughout all of them. Uh, That one, that is where when the ideas come, when it hits me, I run to my computer and immediately write it down and I get lost in that one and I'll write two to three chapters a day. um, And I have to force myself to get up to stretch so that my legs don't go numb (laughs) because I sit cross-legged when I'm writing or I sit on my left leg because I'm a little short. (laughs) So that one, that gets my devotion. All the other stories, They have to be paused. They have to just stay in my head because if I do start writing them, then it becomes problematic with keeping on task with the current uh, one that gets, you know, that should be getting my attention so that I can finish it on time. Hmm.
0: Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance related from book club style discussion, author interviews, comedy critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media/podcast. And now let's get back
1: to our interview I learned that the hard way (laughs) because the story they don't stop coming I definitely am not short on story ideas do
0: you have any advice for new writers out there
1: don't stop writing Uh, imposter syndrome is a real thing and I can't even like tell you the number of times that I thought of quitting in the very beginning I thought I wasn't good enough I thought I wasn't a real author like when when Things get low and things get down, and there are high highs and low lows in this industry. It's very easy to criticize yourself, Mm -hmm. Um, but your stories need to be told, so don't stop writing. And the second piece I would say is that it's not about the launch. Those Mm -hmm. low lows and those moments where you loved your book and it's out in the world right now and nobody seems to want it, you need to take your your author hat off and put your marketing hat on mm-hmm. and know that it's not about the launch a book has a thousand lives it will be read and it will be loved you just have to tweak it and figure out and look maybe into marketing and spend a little bit of time on that that publishing side as opposed to the art side mm-hmm. and maybe even step away from the book a little bit cuz sometimes i think we get very close to the book and we miss the big picture of how this actually fits into the marketing world so that the readers who want it are the readers who are clicking on that cover or the readers who will love it are the ones that will resonate with those particular readers. And you're not distracting them with a whole bunch of details that you think are vital to the book because they aren't vital to marketing. So those are my two
0: two biggies. That's really great advice. Thank you. I like it.
1: I need to tell myself that sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I have to remind myself, Yeah, it's not about the launch. Oh, that's so hard because it feels so critical those first two weeks. It definitely does.
0: I needed to hear that, especially right now because it feels like things could get really
1: strange. Yes, with the coronavirus. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely agree and I hear you on that and I think especially right now because my w winters it is a little bit grittier it's not a beach read and i feel like right now people want that that lighter contemporary feel good it's kind of like lipstick and wine like if Mm -hmm. it's a depression the sales go up and if you're celebrating the sales go up um i think that contemporary romance is that fits into that category well you've given me a lot to think about <laughs> I hope good things. I hope inspiration
0: yes, and, and happiness for sure. Yes, let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head.
1: Okay. Last show you binge? I'm binging Love Is Blind on Netflix oh. right now, and I have the weddings to watch tonight when I'm done writing. <laughs> oh my!
0: I want to hear your thoughts oh yeah. afterwards. <laughs> uh,
1: I have a lot of them. I have so many thoughts. <laughs> oh man. Girl crush. Ooh. Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm.
0: What are you wearing right now?
1: I'm wearing a pink sweatshirt that says stand up for love and black leggings. I wear. I wasn't sure cute. if this was going to be voice only. I figured it would be voice only, but I was like, I'm going to actually put on makeup and a cute little outfit and it's going to be all about love.
0: I saw you on Instagram and you looked so cute. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. look as cute, so I'm glad it's not on video.
1: <laughs> Are you in PJs? Because usually I stay in PJs literally all day long.
0: I'm in cute pants and a t-shirt, but I haven't done my hair or makeup or anything. I'm sure you still look beautiful, though. Nate says I look good, but he <laughs> says that when I look my worst. So I knew it. I don't believe him.
1: <laughs> Chocolate or wine? Wine, 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 wine. I actually have a salt <laughs> tooth, not a sweet tooth. Um, oh. And then yes. Yes to the wine. All the wine. <laughs> What's on your nightstand? I have earplugs. I have um, sleep spray that's like this vanilla lavender. Ooh. I have a worry rock. I have, what else do I have on my nightstand? There's a picture on it. Oh, I have a little stack of Post-its and a book light and a pen. <laughs> like things like that, yeah. It's it's not the most organized <laughs>
0: It sounds like you were the right person to ask because you've got interesting things. So I saw somewhere that you were doing
1: a bunch of signings this year. Yes, I have like nine or ten of them all together. I already did one. And then the next one is Talk Books in Boston. Wow, are
0: there any you're extra excited about?
1: Well, I'm super excited to go back to Boston um, because my friend Lauren, who she actually handles a lot of my shipping and my giveaways and keeps me on track. She makes me have wind down Wednesdays with her too so that I remain present. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's coming and we're going to go do our, um, last time I was there, I went out with Mickey Miller and we did um, tarot reading. Oh. And I want to take Lauren out to do it this time. Yes, I love tarot cards. Really? Yes. I just did readings for my um, father-in-law and my sister-in-law yesterday. And I like to do them. To ha- it gets me thinking. If nothing else, it gets me thinking. And a lot of times it offers comfort, whether or not it's, true comfort or, uh, or or whether or not the cards are real I still get comfort from it mm-hmm. so I'm really looking forward to that and I've gotten Lauren into it so we're gonna do that in Salem uh, when we go to Boston and take the train uh-huh. and I'm also going back to Indies invade Philly okay um which is very close to me and it was my first signing ever Aww. when I was you know itty bitty I know so <laughs> I'm like I'm excited to kind of come full circle to that and and go back up to Philly one last random Question. Thoughts on board games? I love board games. I actually, my <laughs> husband refuses to play Mancala with me. <laughs> he does not love board games to start, but one time uh, when we were in college, I was an undergrad and he was a graduate student, and it was towards the end, and I was really worn out and I was having a miserable, horrible day. And he was like, Hey, do you want to play Mancala? me yes absolutely he beat me like four times in a Uh row I might have flipped the board game because I I was so frustrated and he's like okay we're never playing this game again (laughs) so it it did literally the opposite of what he wanted and now he refuses to play Mancala with me but I will play with anybody else because I love Mancala (laughs) even if I get my butt locked I'm just having a bad day (laughs) you were off your game
0: for sure I was (laughs) well I think it's time for us to sing a song (gasps) Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do superstition.
1: I'm not sure that I know what superstition is. By Stevie Wonder. So I'm horrible with names, even titles of books. A lot of times I have to hear or see them to know what they are. Yes. Also also what? I'm not good at singing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> even better.
0: So it goes, very superstitious. Oh, yes. Writings on the wall. Yes. You I know do. that. I right? know that
1: song, yes. Do you need to pull up the lyrics? Let me go okay. ahead on over to my laptop. <laughs> and I'll... And I made Charlie go off. Oh. Hi puppy, Charlie. He'll sing. Thanks for posting it. How about?
0: <laughs> he's so cute. What kind of dog is Charlie? He's
1: mostly lab. He's a uh, he's a mutt. His bark sounds very vicious. It does. It gives me a heart attack. <laughs> okay, superstition by Stevie Wonder. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Very, very superstitious.
0: Writings <laughs> on, on the, the wall. wall. <laughs> Very superstitious Ladders about to fall Thirteen-month-old baby Broke the looking glass (laughs) Seven Seven years years of bad bad luck The good good things in your
1: past
0: When you believe in things That you you don't understand understand, Then you you suffer. suffer superstition ain't the way you don't sing bad
1: <laughs> <laughs> please auto-tune auto-tune you lie you lie you lie <laughs> i think uh, i sing really good in the car when i'm all alone and that's mm, <laughs> that <yes>. my best. <laughs>
0: well thank you for doing this today thank you
1: for having me i it loved was it so
0: fun and it's really nice to meet you hopefully i'll meet you One of these signings sometime. Definitely. Will we see each other this year? I'm supposed to be at Book Bonanza and one in Australia. I will be there at Book Bonanza. Okay. Not in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, have a great rest of the day. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Mm check out easy to fall the last book in the hard to love series have a great week you guys see you next time living in the pages is now part of the frolic podcast network find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts